Welcome to the Micro Habits for Life podcast. I'm your host, Justin Studebaker. This podcast focuses on discussing how micro habits and living a Christ centered life can create transformational change. Today, we will look at how to develop three powerful faith micro habits. Each of us are managing self quarantine in our own unique way. I pray that if you and your loved ones are struggling, this podcast will provide a ray of hope in your life. Let's get started. An unidentified English poet once said, we first make our habits, then our habits make us. Our lives are made up of hundreds of automatic habits deeply ingrained in our subconscious. There are only three ways to uproot and change these automatic habits. To experience a life-altering epiphany, like St. Paul on the road to Damascus. Changing our environment, like rearranging your house, moving or changing jobs. And the third is making new, incredibly small and manageable habits. In our ongoing efforts, we'll be focusing on the last two options. We'll begin by focusing on the most important parts of the day, our morning and evening routines. This is where microhabits can make the most impact because there are less variables to consider. One of the wisest men to ever live, St. Benedict, once said, daily routines are critical for our success or failure, especially our morning routine and priorities. Pretty wise words, if you ask me. If you come on this journey of developing Christ-centered microhabits, your life will never be the same again. This formula for changing and improving habits by using Christ-centered microhabits works. It works because it combines two of the most dynamic habit-changing components, microhabits and God. Start by identifying what overarching goals and aspirations are important to you. This will allow you to focus on building the right microhabits. There is one goal I hope we can all strive for together, to become a community that puts God first in all that we do. Take some time to pray, uh, journal, talk with loved ones, or whatever process will help you make this decision. I wasn't clear on my big goals at first. By taking action in the general direction of serving others, it uncovered the big goals I desired to accomplish. So don't feel pressure to have it all figured out in the beginning. The three faith microhabits we're going to discuss today are spiritual reading, gratitude journaling, and eternal prayer. We will use our community aspiration of putting God first in this discussion. What we do first thing in the morning and before we go to bed can be votes of confidence for the person we are trying to become. If we want to put God first, then we should be turning to God when we wake up and before we go to bed. Be honest. How many of you look at your phone right when you wake up and before you go to bed? If so, you're giving a vote of confidence that your phone is the most important thing in your life. There will be future episodes on how to become less addicted to your phone, so don't worry.
thankfully, no matter who you are, there are some automatic habits we all share. We all get into bed at night, we all wake up in the morning, and hopefully, God willing, we all get out of bed as well. These are all powerful habit connectors that new habits can be linked with. So we have identified current connector habits that your new habits can be linked to. Next, decide which connector habit will be linked to which new Christ-centered microhabit. For example, getting into bed can be linked with reading a spiritual book. If you plan to use both of these new microhabits, then a second automatic connector habit could be waking up in the morning being linked to reading one page of a spiritual book. Start with whichever microhabits you are most motivated to develop. Each person experiences God differently, so finding what works for you is key. Whatever new microhabits you decide to weave into your daily routine, there are a couple of important principles to remember. The microhabits stay front of mind, obvious, and easy to see and reach. For example, with a gratitude journal or spiritual book, I recommend leaving them on your pillow or next to you on the bedside stand or wherever you will be doing the microhabit. It is also important that the initial habits can be performed within 30 seconds to two minutes. These should be so easy Even your internal excuse maker will have a hard time finding a reason for you not to perform these micro habits. I don't know about you, but I am a pro at making excuses, especially with regards to things I know are good for me, but are outside my current comfort zone and or habit routine. If you're having a hard time maintaining consistency with a micro habit, keep making it smaller. If that doesn't work, consider trying a different microhabit. I promise you, microhabits will make these seemingly uncomfortable and daunting habits easy and enjoyable to change. Let's move on to Christ-centered microhabit number three, internal prayer. Microhabits can, along with being connected to a current habit, be scheduled for a time and or place. For example, pick a time of the day to pray, decide what prayers you will be doing, and where you would feel most comfortable doing them. You can use any or all of these options. For example, 7 a.m. on your knees next to your bed, before or after you put on your slippers. You can also stack the new microhabit between two automatic habits. For example, 7 a.m., you put on your slippers, pray next to your bed, then make breakfast for your family. The most important part of these spiritual efforts, or any microhabit for that matter, is getting started with an action. It seems so counterintuitive to start habits small, but you'll be amazed at how effective this strategy is. How many times have you created a big goal Start off incredibly ambitious with your daily efforts only to see it crumble as soon as life distractions happened or motivation waned. 
any New Year's resolutions from past years come to mind for me. I have a whole cemetery of New Year's resolution goals and dreams that went there to die. (laughs) I hope I am not the only one to admit this happened to them in the past. It's okay to admit it. It's just you and me here. Motivation is never a constant in our lives. But as you develop microhabits, there will be days you are well-rested, inspired, and have high levels of motivation. On those days, by all means, do a longer session with your microhabits. You want to always be striving to do just a little more than the day before. You will begin to view habits in three levels, micro, intermediate, and macro habits. There is always something more to strive for. However, the starting point of the micro habits protect us from giving up on the days when motivation is lagging. And we all have those. On those days, you can fall back on the micro habit size of 30 seconds to two minutes. If the micro habits are completed daily, you will get results faster. If you're not doing a habit daily, make sure the habit is accomplished on the same day or days of each week. It will be the consistency and repetition which will lead to creating powerful habits that last. Christ-centered microhabits are a powerful way to change your life because of a couple of key reasons. Microhabits don't depend on motivation or willpower to succeed. Building a Christ-centered microhabit system makes your efforts consistent and easy to repeat as you build new confidence. And in the process, your identity is being changed by the microhabits and Christ's sanctifying grace. This becomes a powerful combination I promise will produce lasting results. If you're interested in learning more about Christ-centered microhabits, I would love to hear from you. You can contact me at microhabitsman at gmail.com or microhabits for life on Facebook. Thank you for joining me on this journey. God bless.